Welcome to this edition of Brave Hearts, where we hope to increase your awareness and understanding of what homelessness looks like and some of the many organizations working on solutions to improve the homeless crisis. We are your hosts, William Wallace and Betty Louise, and these are the Brave Hearts. This will be the sixth installment of Bravehearts Betty Louise in conversation with social worker Kelly Gallagher, Grass Valley Police Chief Alex Gamelgard, and Grass Valley Police Officer Jonathan Brown. The City of Grass Valley was awarded over half a million dollars in partnership with the nonprofit Hospitality House as part of the California Violence Intervention and Prevention Grant. Hospitality House originally introduced the Peace Officers and Standards training curriculum, encouraging de-escalation and an awareness of mental health challenges, particularly in the homeless community. As part of the program, social workers and officers respond to calls and engage with the community together as partners. This episode dives right in with Officer Brown's explanation of essential care and service plans. And just because we take somebody to jail, for instance, someone that we're working with, doesn't mean we're just dusting our hands off and, okay, well, that's done, let's move to the next one. There's things that happen still behind the scenes. You know, we'll contact if they're a behavioral health client, we'll contact behavioral health, and they have a behavioral health worker actually in the jail that can connect with them and get them back on whatever resources they need, you know, whether it's the medication that they ran out of or that they're off or whatever the case is, or we can connect them with treatment where before they would say, no, I'm not going at all. But if they're in custody for a few days and whatever's in their system is no longer in their system, and then they're like, well, maybe I should get into treatment. It's a good idea. They can help provide that door-to-door service sometimes if it's available, drive them straight from jail to treatment facility and that new opportunity has just been created so it's it's not just that it's like well here we go let's toss them in there and go to the next one it's still there's still a plan try to help them get through so awesome that they call you and i guess update you about how they're doing yeah, update us how they're doing or if they have questions for us. Reaching out um, again for help. Or... Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because we, we we see them a lot. So if they have a concern or if they have something that they need, a lot of times they'll reach out to us because we're the ones on the street that see them often. Is there anything you want people to know, the community I mean now, about this program and about homeless people that you encounter? Do you feel like there's misperceptions out there and that you'd like to clear up? I feel like there are a lot of perceptions. Some are accurate, some are not. It's like Kelly always says when this question comes up, I can probably say it for her, is we're one catastrophic event away from being homeless. It can happen to anybody. And I feel like that's your answer generally is it can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. They're still human beings. You know, we don't need to be driving by and screaming and swearing and throwing things at people because they're homeless. But at the same time, there is also that factor involved where I'll have some people ask me from the community, well, how can I safely engage some of these people? Who says you can't, you know, just because someone's there doesn't mean it's safe to always engage some of these people. You know, they may be in crisis or under the influence or they might have violent tendencies. You never know. So, so what do you recommend for people when they come across someone? I feel like it depends on the situation. So like, for instance, if you see somebody that is yelling at nobody, like there's no one there, but they're screaming at them and waving their hands or fist fighting with the air, it's probably not a good time to go up and offer them a cheeseburger. If somebody's sitting on the street corner panhandling and asking for money, that's not going to help them in the long run. And that's where we get those calls a lot of times. People are sitting on the corner panhandling. We'll go out and talk with them, find out, like, what do you really need? Like, what are you doing this for? Maybe they need food or whatever the case, and we can try to help connect them with that. 
listen to your gut. It's usually right. <laughs> if it doesn't seem like you should be talking to them at that point, you probably shouldn't be. And if they're in a high emotional state, it's probably not the best time to approach yeah. unless you're skilled. Yeah, depending on what the scenario is, that's why we're here. And that's why we have teams like this. So call us and we can help navigate that. And we can call the person back too and give them an update if it's not private and when you speak up about dignity, people's life scenarios aren't something that we want to air out. But right. if you call us and their team's working or one of our officers working, they'll respond, make sure the community's safe, do what they can for the individual, and also you know, make the referral to our CalVet team. Awesome. It's just a fabulous program. I'm so glad we're highlighting it. Thank you for joining us today. Our hope is this segment has opened your heart and mind. Be well and be kind. This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Please visit calhum.org.